This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Good morning to you. Welcome in to the Action Line from WGNS. We are focusing on law and order this morning. And uh, if you have any questions about law and order, maybe there's a trouble spot in your area, maybe a, an area that needs a little extra patrolling or something of that sort, give us a shout. Our number is 615-893-1450. And if you are bashful, uh, there's nobody out there who's bashful, but if you know somebody who's bashful, uh, you can also text us. Uh, same phone number, 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. Lieutenant Clayton Williams, one of our guests this morning. Clayton, good morning to you. Morning, Bart. You brought your buddy, Larry Flowers, with you. Hey, Larry. Hey, good morning, Bart. Did both of you have a, a good 4th of July? Sure did. Yeah, great, great time. And, uh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of folks enjoyed the 4th of July fireworks. Our hats off to Murfreesboro Police Fire Department, to Murfreesboro Fire Rescue, uh, City Parks, and Recreation Department. They did a phenomenal job of uh, making this, I think, one of the best fireworks that we've had. Uh, it just really was awesome. Uh, and, and I like the location uh, because you can shoot those fireworks high in the sky. And we heard from so many people who uh, were watching them uh, in a lot of different parts of town. So you don't have to all crowd together. Uh, so uh, that, that makes it a whole lot easier. Uh, any estimates on how many people were there? I don't know if I heard anything on head count, Larry. I, a whole have you heard I, have, I, I, <laughs> I think it was, like I said, uh, that was a first year year you know after i think after covid a lot of the civic events i think we've seen with some of the ones on the square the friday night live and um some of the other uh, bigger events spring fling jazz fest all that i think people this year just really more involved in getting out and engaging with the community and being around some other people so I, i'm sure it was a it was a good uh, turnout from everyone i've talked to but I haven't heard any numbers all righty if you have any questions any uh, thoughts that you want to share with us 615-893-1450, 615-893-1450, uh, and if you have questions, uh, give us a shout. Uh, here's a, a person who's wanting to know about, they have uh, rights with their child, child custody rights, and they want a safe place to exchange the child. Uh, where would you suggest? Well, um you know, there's. I'm sure there's multiple. Uh, we uh, we have that happen a lot at the police department. Um, people use the parking lot and also the lobby as well. If they need to come inside, you're more than welcome to do that there. We have uh, uh, cameras out in the parking lot, and also there's officers nearby. 
Um, but that's a good place to do that civilly. Uh, the sheriff's office, I believe, does the same thing. Um, so those are two that right offhand that I know of that would be good locations to do that if you need a neutral territory to where um, you guys can do that civilly and, and make that happen. Okay. Our phone number again, 615-893-1450. You can talk or text, whichever you prefer, 615-893-1450. Larry, you saw to keep the pulse of what's happening uh, crime-wise in the town. Uh, Are there any particular crimes that seem to be on the increase this time of the year that maybe people, by doing a few changes in in their activities might reduce themselves from being a victim of their crime well bart as always you know uh we at the police department want to encourage people you know especially during this time of year to you know always lock their vehicles because um you know recently within the last few weeks you know um we've been uh you know promoting that um careless drivers and new technology has both led to a number of vehicle thefts as well as vehicle break-ins where people are leaving their keys as well as their key fobs in their car. So that's where that new technology comes in. If the key fob is in the car, the only thing the, uh, the thief has to do is press the start button and the car starts and they drive away. So we had an increase in that over uh, the past few weeks so we would uh, over the past few months I should say so we would encourage people to you know to of course park smart you know remove their stuff from their vehicles lock their car you know and then take the key and um, you know out of uh, from April to May of uh, from April 1st to June 18th basically there were you know, 17 of 19 vehicles that were stolen where, you know, key fobs or keys were left inside. And, you know, that's almost unthinkable. People sometimes just, you know, probably forget or, you know, think because the vehicle is in my driveway, you know, it's okay to leave that, um, the key or key fob in there. But, you know, you're just inviting a criminal to come in and, you know, take your property. And so, you know, drivers, you know, can do their part by simply removing their keys and their key fobs from their vehicle. I know in the past that you were getting more people stealing weapons from vehicles also. Or yeah. did they finally learn their lesson and, and don't leave the pistols and what have you in the in the cars? Or are they still doing that? <laughs> well, Bart, they're still doing that as well. Over <laughs> that same, same time period, there were several uh, firearms taken from, uh, from vehicles uh, the, just, you know, laying out in the open. So, you know, the criminals just open the door or break in the vehicle, take the gun and keep going. And, you know, nobody wants to um, be that person where, you know, your gun is stolen and ends up in the wrong hands and somebody commit a, you know, a violent crime with your weapon. So, you know, again, we would encourage people to also remove their firearms from their vehicle and, you know, remind people that there is a state law that, you know, your firearms should be kept, you know, from ordinary observation and locked in the trunk in the glove box or the interior of uh, the person's vehicle or securely placed in a container you know affixed to that vehicle you know so basically you're breaking the law by leaving it out in the open for someone to steal good morning you're on wgns how are you today i'm doing great bart how are you we're doing fine thank you we're good i have a question um when we get phone calls from 
they say they're a policeman for for some organization for the policeman and they're asking for donations is this a real thing that's that's coming from you all and if it is do any of the monies go to you all here in Muffinsboro for our policemen what about that um unfortunately um that is uh, not a legitimate fundraising um opportunity for local law enforcement um we would never solicit funds directly from uh, the public um there are some organizations the fraternal organizations that operate on a nationwide basis that either have in their name uh, law enforcement or police officers or uh, things like that associations um so I would just be very leery about I would give any money, especially if they say it's out of Murfreesboro because we have, A, we don't solicit directly and we do not contract with anyone to do any solicitation for us. So if they say that that's the case, then that's not true. Uh, unfortunately, though, it's a way that they tend to get people to give money because a lot of people want to support the police department and it sounds like a good idea. Um, so I would just say if it's something that you're considering donating to, uh, maybe ask the person on the other line for either a, a website or some uh, further documentation to understanding where the funds go or if they're a local 501c3, if they have a tax ID number or something like that where you can look them up and check with the state registry. Um, just, you know, the big thing is, though, <clears throat> that's a lot of work on your part. There are uh, great national organizations out there. Um, if you just you know feel like you want to donate a fraternal order of police uh, concerns of police survivors as cops that's a very uh, good national program um, but anytime somebody calls you on the phone and solicit money I would just be very 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 leery of that and I we as the Murfreesboro Police Department and the city will never do that okay I had uh, been uh, sending money in and they were sending me packages you know to, to mail the money in and I had been sending money in and my second sense told me to stop. Yeah. As I stopped, and they st still call me asking for money, and I wouldn't see any anymore. So I said, the next time you all come on the radio, I was going to ask. Thank you so much. Yes, ma'am. No problem. Thank you. And if anytime something like that happens, if uh, you're you're more than welcome to call the police department eight nine three one three one one or eight four nine two six seven three. And if he's got a question like that. We can get you in touch with an officer. Uh, we have officers that man our uh, teleserve operations that can talk to you about that, give you advice, or if we need to send somebody out, we will. But uh, we're, we'd be glad to answer any of those questions. Thank you so much. Y'all have a blessed day. Yes, ma'am. You too. Bye-bye. Our number is 615-893-1450. If you have a question or a comment, give us a call. And I'm glad she called because that can help other people. Uh, she's not the only one who gets those phone calls. Uh, there are other people, and, and that goes through your mind. Is this real? Right. So uh, that, that helps you out a little bit. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you today? Guess who this is. Do what now? Guess who this is. Uh, Peter Rabbit. Yes, yes, yes. I'm running <laughs> through the field backwards. Okay. <laughs> because you know why? Why? <laughs> Those fireworks have been sounding like bombs. Okay. Have you all heard the fireworks and seen all the mess they made? They they are quite loud sometimes. Yes, sir. And I didn't get to go to Vietnam, so I just waited in Muffinsboro. 
It, have you seen them outside your house? Or are they everywhere, as... sir? Have you seen them? I've heard them. <laughs> and they're can... missing sleep all night long. Now they have a bowl. That suppose it was last night. The last night you could fire uh-huh. those. Uh, yes, it was the okay. day after. Huh? Man, okay. sir, they have stopped. But anyway, everybody had it fun. But then they want to complain when they have accidents and whatever. You know, something go down. If you play with fire, you're going to get burned. Well, you're right there, and I think somebody, uh, we had some folks who were injured. Uh, That's right. Bad, too. Mm-hmm. But uh, what were we talking about then, just before then, the lady called, what was she talking about? She was talking about uh, uh, soliciting yeah. for oh, donations. Oh, let, me t- oh, let me tell you. This thing got so I'm scared of telephones, and, and I'm scared, I, I hate even answering telephones. This thing got ridiculous for the last, I would say, six months. It's ridiculous every time you answer a phone. Oh, it's ridiculous. It drives you crazy. Yes, sir. I mean, it's ridiculous. Everybody got a number. Everybody got a name. It just look. What? Is, let me ask you this. This is a personal question. Uh, <laughs> is the warranty on your car about to run out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, Bart, I said, no, my, the bottom of my shoes is about to run out. <laughs> I don't have a car. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Casey, you, you stay out of trouble. <laughs> As I checked the bottom of my shoes. Yeah, I don't blame you. The warranty is running out on that. Y'all have a good day, uh, man. Bye-bye. Oh, boy. I've been, you know, I've been missing him. We haven't. He's been out of pocket for the show the last couple you, times. And I'm glad to hear it. I know. I'm glad he's doing all right. 615-893-1450. We have a texture from a listener who says, uh, tell us a little about this uh law that lets you now carry a gun without a permit they said that they are feeling uncomfortable sometimes not having a weapon uh, but they don't know how to use them should they take lessons before getting them or do you just get them and aim and shoot well that's, <laughs> that's a, a loaded question Bart. no pu- right. pun intended right. um, i think they must have written it that yeah way. yeah that's creative <laughs> well you know this is something that's an, it's new for us as well um and this was a bill that um, uh, was passed. The, the governor was um, very adamant about getting this done. And so now we're kind of learning, just like everybody else, it's going to be some new territory because it's quite a drastic change from the way things used to be is regarding carrying handguns. You know, Tennessee has had a handgun carry permit program for a long time, and it's been a very effective program. And... Um, that still remains in place you can still obtain those and i want to jump around in that question a little bit but in the last part about understanding um, the best way to use firearms or how to use firearms i would encourage anyone uh, to seek out if they feel like they need to carry a firearm for whatever reason um, that hang a carry permit program the great thing about it is it provides your background check it also uh, provides some hands-on training it also uh, provides some good information regarding the laws pertaining to when you're carrying a firearm and your responsibility so um, i would encourage anyone to to still seek that out Um, however it's not necessarily required but it does allow you some more provisions and some more liberty if you have that permit versus uh, just what this new law covered under constitutional carry Uh, one of the biggest things is and and we can talk about this for many different ways, but if, let's say, for example, if someone says, 
hey, I'm going to, you know, I feel good about this. I'm going to carry, I'm legal to own a firearm. I'm going to carry this handgun with me um, based on this new law. I'm not going to get a permit. Well, if you, as soon as you go outside of the, the state, uh, you need to be very wary because a lot of other states are not adopting this law. So where uh, the handgun carry permit program, a lot of states have what they call reciprocity, where they recognize your state's laws because that handgun carry permit closely mimics what their state requirements are. So. For example, when you go on vacation, if you wanted to carry it with you, then, you know, if that state, you know, wherever you're going or wherever you're traveling through, you can check before you go, and do they honor that same uh, agreement? And if so, then you can carry that in those same regards. So um, that's that's one issue. Um, the other, this does not apply to um, long guns, rifles, things like that. Those are still all uh, covered under previous statute. Uh, what this does, if you're legally, <clears throat> excuse me, legally able to own a handgun, meaning you're not a felon, you haven't had certain prior, con there's some convictions of certain crimes, offenses that if you've received that you makes you ineligible, um, then you can carry a firearm uh, openly uh, on your person as long as it's not prohibited by other statute, meaning you still can't carry in a judicial building a federal building, public schools, school buses, uh, school-owned property, uh, private schools, if you're consuming alcohol, um, if uh, or can, yes, uh, public rec buildings, civic centers, or if it's posted in private businesses or other, where it just says no firearms allowed, private businesses still have the right um, to post that on their uh, facility, their business, and if that's the case, you cannot enter there with a firearm. Um, so, and any other government building has posted no firearms allowed, and there's also security measures in place like screening, things like that. Um, so, I would just urge people to do your homework on this. Go to the state's uh, website, and um, I've got a, I'll give it to you, Bart, on one of the breaks, and you can put it up on the, on the, your site if you want to, where they can sure. go and, and find a link to all the laws and specifically pull up that one. Um, so, we would just ask a couple things. Number one, everybody with great freedom comes great responsibility. And, um, you know, I think if anybody's looked at some of the scrutiny and some of the things that come along with using a firearm and taking life, even in the law enforcement regard, um, you know, when you choose to do that, even as an individual, uh, there's a lot of ramifications with that also. So if you feel like that's something that you just you know want to protect and you feel like that you need to have that with you please make sure you read and understand the law make sure that you're doing so in a responsible manner and um, just be very careful uh, educate yourself as much as you can take a firearm if you don't want to go to the permit class there are other also firearms training classes that you can go to um, so we just ask also for people to kind of be patient with us um, as law enforcement because before if we saw someone walking around with a pistol and we asked if they had a permit and they said no then that would you know cause some, us to kind of take some further steps to investigate what's going on um, so we're trying to educate all our people and get used to kind of dealing with this um, just also understand if there's I feel I'm probably uh, preaching to the wrong audience here but if uh, you know 
if you're carrying that firearm and then you're committing another crime, uh, that is going to cause another issue. <laughs> so um, just just understand and know that sometimes that can enhance things. And I just also say, you know, we've had, I know Bart, we talked about it last time, a lot of the, and you see it in the news, a lot of these incidents of road rage. Um, when you add firearms in the mix, we just ask folks to please use a level head. Um, don't point guns at people uh, and incite something that is going to escalate far beyond what it needs to be. Um, so if you, and if you see something as a citizen that causes alarm with a weapon, um, call us. Uh, just understand that we're probably going to ask some questions about okay, what else is going on besides this person that has a gun on their hip? Are they doing something criminal? Are they being suspicious? Uh, do you feel like they're, uh, do you have knowledge that they're a felon? Do you have some kind of information that there's some kind of crime afoot? Uh, because um, unless they're violating one of the provisions about where these things are prohibited and they're not displaying criminal activity, um, we're fine to come and look around and, and take a, I guess take a snapshot of the situation, but there may not be a lot that we can do other than that. So uh, I guess also I would on that same note, just let people know if you see these things and see people walking around more with firearms on them, um, just be aware and educate yourself as well. And if you, something somebody's doing is causing you alarm or causing concern, give us a call and uh, we'll deal with it appropriately. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment, check on the traffic and weather, and we'll be back and continue the conversation. We're talking about law and order and some of the new laws. 615-893-1450. We'll be right back. Don't take your guns to town. Drank his first strong liquor then to calm his shaking head And tried to tell himself at last he had become a man A dusty cowpoke at his side began to laugh him down And he heard again his mother's words Don't take your guns to town, son Leave your guns at home, Bill don't take your guns to town Bill with rage then Billy Joe reached for his gun to draw But the stranger drew his gun and fired before he even saw As Billy Joe fell to the floor the crowd all gathered round And wondered at his final words Don't Take your guns to town, son Leave your guns at home, Bill Don't take your guns to town We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450 Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas' Restaurants We have a club steak And the club steak can be cooked to any flavor that you want it is the club steak, it's a seven ounce piece of steak, and we named it that way because it looks like and it has the shape of a golf club. We have a low calorie menu and a low carb menu. So depending on whatever diet that you like, we have options for you that are available at Demas's. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner seven days a week at Demas's. 
Hi, this is Dan Mitchell at Music World and Drummer's Den, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We have an excellent sound room with good acoustics. If you want to try on any guitar in the store, if you've got a perfect place to listen to it, compare them side by side, see how the neck feels to your hand, which is important to a guitar player. We have keyboards to play, a room in the back for drums to give a run through with cymbals, snares, whole sets. Come in Music World and Drummer's Den and try out before you buy it. Music World and Drummer's Den. Good morning in Nashville. I'm looking at a crash up against the wall on 24 westbound at Haywood Lane. If you're headed towards Nashville, this wreck is slowing it down just a bit just because of rubbernecking. That's 24 westbound at Haywood Lane on this accident. As traffic volume increases out here, you would expect up and down 840, especially up by Jefferson Pike. Ripley's Aquarium PJ Party with the Penguins coming up July 30th and 31st. All the details, Ripley's Aquarium on thesmokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms at times this afternoon with cloudy skies high in the upper 80s. Winds out of the south around 5 to 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 73. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. Family Staffing Solutions is proud of our local veterans. I'm Becky Bookner, and as life challenges appear, talk with Family Staffing Solutions about how we can help you stay at home. Call Family Staffing Solutions. Family Staffing Solutions. WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country. Each congressman, senator, and governor could test as many people as they wanted to get down to 10. Well, mine tested 100. The academy was brand new. West Point and Annapolis, you got a primary or an alternate, where if you passed, you're in. If you failed, the alternate goes. In this salute, we talked to a veteran who served in the U.S. Air Force. So I graduated. James Deck, better known as J.D., flew a C-130 in Vietnam. They sent us to sea survival. We went out there and they scared the out of us. They let us float out in a raft by ourselves, in a single man raft. And then we went to Stead Air Force Base for jungle survival. They chased us all over the mountain shooting at us. We lived off of wild radishes and onions and things like that. And then they captured you and you went into POW training and you spent like seven different ways they were going to interrogate you. And they said, the only thing we can't replicate is the fear of death, but everything else we can do. And they did. And I had many friends that had nervous breakdowns and they failed. One of the things that most of the people broke down on was they shoved you into a box and just kept pushing till you couldn't move. And we had a bag over our head 24-7. I was in there and I could rub my nose with one finger. So I fixated on being able to do this instead on the pain and suffering. James Deck, a veteran of Vietnam. This has been a salute to veterans. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One Middle Tennessee.com. Locally and veteran owned. From the tallest tower in the city limits of Murfreesboro to every radio in the land. WGNS AM FM is everywhere you need us to be. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Hey, you never know what's going to pop up here. 615 893 
1450. We are talking about law and order this morning. And our phone number, as we mentioned, 615-893-1450. Visiting with us from the Murfreesboro Police Department, Lieutenant Clayton Williams and Murfreesboro Police Public Information Officer Larry Flowers. 615-893-1450. Uh, what about other uh, offenses that are happening this time of year? We, we have folks uh, out on the Greenway. Any problems with the Greenway? Any issues? Uh, safe kayaking? Uh, people need to think about uh, water safety, things of that sort. Well, um, we're kind of on a dry run spell right now um, as far as that goes. But, you know, that can change any minute. I know they've put rain in the forecast all week. But I guess... Uh, it's always a good thing to tell people, Bart, when they're if they're going to swim or, or boat or anywhere on the Stones River, especially two of the places we typically have problems is right there at Medical Center Parkway near the, the little dam there and then out at Walter Hill Park uh, just because of those uh, two pieces of flowing water there. But we just ask people to use caution um, and make sure that your kids are attended um, and if take appropriate actions for safety equipment if you're going to be boating or out there in the in the water. Um, you're talking about crime. I know we've uh, one thing that we we're seeing a lot or seemingly increase in uh, a lot of retail theft, uh, still shoplifting, if you will. Um, and it's just it's just getting quite. It it, it seems like almost this is a, a a business for some of these folks that are doing this because it's just they typically like to target the big hardware stores um, and take expensive items like power tools and things like that and then run out and I know we see it not only in Murfreesboro but it's it's happening in a lot of cities around the mid middle Tennessee area so um, Larry does a real good job about putting the photos if we have them video uh, and information so if you see that and if you follow us on social media I'll let Larry plug that again please do if you see some of this happening a vehicle involved or one of these people involved uh please call us so we can try to apprehend those folks right that really is working out well isn't it 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 is bart and um you know one of the big questions we normally get on social media is people are like why don't you know the big box stores like lowe's or home depot you know have a um, you know security or somebody standing at the door like in walmart checking the receipt as they leave and um but you know you have to think about it you know they uh the loss of a chainsaw or a weed eater means nothing to them probably you know so you know um but that still shouldn't be an open ticket for anyone to go in and take what's not theirs and and we've seen quite a few of those over the past few weeks you know where you know people will go in load a cart full of items and will leave and in some of those cases loss prevention will spot them they would try to go after them but again like uh lieutenant williams was saying earlier you know you never know if somebody's open carrying and you know that could be a dangerous situation you know for that loss prevention or you know uh, an employee of one of these stores trying to go after someone for you know taking a weed eater so Typically, you know, they, they're they on surveillance camera, and whenever we can put those photos out, somebody will recognize them, you know, fairly quickly and report it to us. So, you know, that does seem to be on the increase. And, you know, 
we also had a case um, back on June 26 where, you know, um, a 25-year-old woman from Nashville went into, you know, JCPenney with, you know, another woman and, you know, started loading clothing into bags that they brought into the store. And they don't think that's a little obvious. <laughs> so the manager in this case sees them and, you know, didn't want to approach him because, again, you never know if this person, you know, has a weapon on them. Or So as they were leaving the store, they dropped their car keys. So when they made it to their car, they couldn't leave. So the manager was able to call police and report, you know, a description of the women, the car they were trying to get in. And so in the meantime, the women left uh, the car and went walking around. And uh, by the time police got there and they looked into the vehicle, in addition to, you know, the $2,295 worth of items from JCPenney, they also found, you know, an additional $9,683.21 worth of items that were stolen from other (laughs) retailers. And um, so they were able to make one arrest. and in the process of investigating um, that 25-year-old woman, uh, uh, Dorica Conway, was also involved in a theft of Victoria's Secret on three different occasions. And in one of those incidents, she actually assaulted one of the managers who saw her stealing, went over to her, tried to grab the bag from her. Well, she punched her in the face and left. So. That's one of the reason these workers do not approach these criminals because, you know, again, they could be injured in the process and, you know, you don't want that to happen. Criminals are bolder than they used to be, crazier than they used to be. <laughs> they are bold, uh, brazen, and they would do anything to take what's not theirs, and that's simply not right. And in that case I'm speaking of, uh, Bart, uh, there is another female that. Uh, that police are trying to identify. So we've received several tips. So I'm sure before long we will identify that person and, you know, hopefully get her to, um, you know, in the court system where she can answer to those charges. We have a a text here from a listener who's saying that uh, we've seen people racing cars on uh, some of the area streets. And what they didn't know until just recently was that those cars can be confiscated uh, if the people are caught racing. Uh, do you ever confiscate cars? Or is that a hard thing to do? Or it's, uh, It is difficult. Um, that would be something that we would really work closely with the district attorney on uh, before making that call for making a seizure like that. Um, but I do think the, the text may be accurate. There is a provision in the statute for drag racing where that can be uh, one of the penalties included. Uh, for drag racing can be uh, loss of that vehicle. Okay. Uh, is that a growing problem? Uh, I, I, I don't see it on my street, but my street's only a block <laughs> long. I have to have a quick drag race. <laughs> I think it's one of those things that, uh, I don't know if I call it growing, but I don't know that it's ever went away. I mean, uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, we are a car society, if you will. You know, uh, cars are... The personal people and especially uh, uh, younger folks um, who enjoy using those and, and enjoy uh, the sporting aspect of it. Um, I just wish they would 
find places to do it other than the street. Uh, you know, I'm all about that. Just there's find that there's. I know we don't have one here in Murfreesboro, but I know like in Sparta and a couple neighboring counties, you know, they even have drag strips, you know, where they have nights you can go out and go do that. Have a good time, you know, do it in an environment where it's not on the public street. And so you don't take a chance on harming someone else. So, um, but yeah, we do take, it is a very serious crime because the propensity for people's, or excuse me, the motoring public to be injured or, or even killed is really high when somebody does that, when you involve that kind of speed. So. Uh, yeah, if you see that happening, call us eight nine three one three one one. We'll get somebody over there. Uh, and if you can get a, if you get a vehicle description or a tag information, that's helpful. But don't feel like you have to uh, pursue this person on your own to get that. Just give us what you have, and we'll try to take care of it. Uh, another question from a listener says, my son is riding with some guys who uh, have their car jacked up in the front, really high. Is that safe? Should I be concerned about their safety? Um, the configuration of the vehicle, I don't know that it necessarily causes an unsafe issue unless there's a couple of law things that we have in uh, bumper law has been in effect for years. Um, and the reason for that is, you know, they don't want vehicles, the manufacturers make them at a certain height, um, and they test them for, um, crash safety and the impact they have on other vehicles at that height. And if you go too far above that or below that it can put the occupants of that vehicle or more over the occupants of another vehicle they might strike at a, uh, a greater chance for injury so um so you're talking about the front bumper not yeah, the back bumper well okay. yes the 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 both they apply to both um either one so i don't have that right in front of me. i can't remember the, the exact number but if you feel like it's an issue uh we'll call us um I'll look it up here in a minute and see if I can find it exactly. But the other thing is, um, you know, when you have that happen, if the vehicle's pointed, the front is, if it's pointed up in the air at night, headlights, you know, they're made to be pointed at the ground. And if they're pointed up in the air, they can't see and people might have a hard time seeing them. So if you feel like it's something that's real egregious, like it's obviously um, something out of sorts, um, you may want to have a chat with your. Uh, sons friends parents and say i don't know if that's a good idea you know and and make sure it meets those uh, regulations and along those same lines we have another text here they said i'm glad you brought that uh, other issue up uh, i'm also seeing some of these trucks with the wide wide wheels on them uh, driving down the roads and it looks like they may be having difficulty making it go straight uh, is it harder for those trucks with the real wide wheels? Do they wiggle a little bit, or is it hard to keep them in line uh, on the streets? I don't know if uh, tire width has an issue like that. Um, I, I'm not aware of any, and I don't know that there's a. I don't know that there's any statute governing that the the width of the tire uh, having to be a certain specification. Okay. Our phone number is 615-893-1450, 615-893-1450. Time for another break. We're going to pause. This is our final break, so if you have some questions or comments, give us a shout, 615-893-1450. You can talk or text right there, 615-893-1450. We will return. What's it going to do when they come for you? If 
you have an iPhone or use an Android, we have an app for both. WGNS AM and FM is everywhere you need us to be. On air and on demand. Old friends, new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County, but will always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Schedule online anytime. Getting an appointment with Ascension Care Teams at St. Thomas just got easier with online scheduling. Now you don't have to break away from your day to book the care you need when and where you need it. No matter where you are or what you're up to, whether you're a new patient or if you've been here before, just pick the appointment that works for you. Schedule online anytime at getsthealthcare.com. This is Hope Rogers with the Villages of Murfreesboro Senior Living Community. We would just like to let our listeners know that after a year of living with the COVID-19 pandemic, things are finally starting to return to normal here at the Villages. Due to vaccines, we are now able to welcome family, friends, and entertainment back into our community after what has been a very long year for so many. So if you're considering making a lifestyle change that allows you the freedom and peace of mind of still being independent, but with the luxury living that comes with a senior living community, then please give me a call. Hope Rogers, 615-848-3030. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms at times this afternoon with cloudy skies high in the upper 80s. Winds out of the south around 5 to 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 73. Good morning in Nashville. I'm looking at a crash up against the wall on 24 westbound at Haywood Lane. If you're headed towards Nashville, this wreck is slowing it down just a bit just because of rubbernecking. That's 24 westbound at Haywood Lane on this accident. As traffic volume increases out here, you would expect up and down 840, especially up by Jefferson Pike. Ripley's Aquarium PJ Party with the Penguins coming up July 30th and 31st. All the details, Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. Look up in the sky. There it is. The tallest tower in Murfreesboro. This is WGNS FM, AM, and worldwide at WGNSRadio.com. Truman, we're playing that for you. (laughs) He's listening, I know, right now. Welcome back. We're having too much fun this morning. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. Uh, Larry, I understand that you've got a Buckle Up program coming up. Sure, sure. It's called Buckle Up Borough. It's a child safety seat uh, checkpoint. Uh, Bart nationwide, 8 out of 10 child safety seats are in pro- uh, installed improperly in vehicles. And so with that in mind, uh, we'd like to ask the question, is your child in the right car seat? And you can find out at that Buckle Up Borough Child Safety Seat Checkpoint on Friday, July 9th. Uh, It will take place in the parking lot of uh, the Murfreesboro Police Department. We're located at 1004 North Highland Avenue. Again, it will take place July 9th. That's this Friday from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. 
in the parking lot of the police department. Just want to make sure that, uh, you know, new parents especially, you know, have their uh, child safety seat installed, you know, properly. And that's, of course, you know, for the safety of, uh, of their children. So we invite everybody out this Friday, July 9th, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. in the parking lot of the Murfreesboro Police Department, uh, 1004 North Highland Avenue for Buckle Up Borough, a child safety seat checkpoint. That's very important because, uh, like you said, those are difficult to put in and especially to put in properly. Right. So uh, I was interesting on that point. Uh, our granddaughter had been uh, using one of those safety seats. Uh, mm -hmm. the, she's grown out of the mm -hmm. safety seat, but she's been sitting in the, the booster the booster seat. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I was thinking that was based on weight. Uh, she doesn't. She's a skinny kid, <laughs> mm -hmm. which is great, uh, but uh, she's a tall person. Right. Uh, and I realized uh, we just discovered that uh, it's based on height. Right. When you get out, and so she's off of it now, and she's excited, yeah. sitting in the regular uh, seat. <laughs> right. Yeah, because yeah, a booster seat, you know, is used typically until a child is, you know, four feet nine inches tall you know in height and uh between you know eight and 12 years old and so you may think why well, is a 12 year old sitting in a booster seat but if they haven't reached that height you know it's safer for them to be in one so but once you know uh they turn 13 you know and they have the correct height they can sit in a, a regular uh um a regular restraint in your vehicle regular seat belt mm -hmm. and, and I understand that uh, up until that point also they need to stay in the back seat right. as opposed to being in the front seat where they're exposed to the air are the airbags more dangerous in the front there are airbags in the back also aren't there um, yeah the, the issue is in the, in the front a lot of times a child being a lighter weight and smaller stature um, they have much more likelihood in a crash uh, to be pushed forward if it's a rear-end collision or excuse me or head-on collision and meet the airbag with that kind of force and they their their body structure just isn't as developed as, as an adult is and so it can cause more damage to the neck and back uh, region so that's why they recommend in the rear it's if it's available they recommend to put <clears throat> excuse me excuse me put them in the rear seat mm -hmm. um, if it's not available if you're in a pickup truck or something you know that's is you know you just have to deal with that but uh, if it's available that's the best place now can you also get some guidance uh, say this friday at the buckle up borough uh can you get guidance on uh, those laws that we've just talked about the weight and the age and what have you right and uh you know in the meantime if you want to um you know look at all the requirements um you know the american association of pediatrics uh they also uh you know, have several recommendations that people can, you know, take a look at. And you can always go to, uh, you know, the police department's webpage, you know, by visiting www.murfreesboro.tn.gov forward slash police. And we have a, an article on there, uh, the Buckle Up Borough article, and I have a few of those uh, recommendations and safety tips uh, that people can you know take a look at but as always if you have any questions sergeant amy didn't can answer them uh she will be one of the uh the people that uh will be there friday uh you can reach her at 629-201-5580 again 
5580 or email her at a denton d as in dog e-n-t-o-n at murfreesboro10.gov and she can answer your questions we have a, another text question here we only have about a minute left in the program but this person says is there anything they can do when they go on vacation to make their home look as if it is occupied so people won't be tempted to break in well um <clears throat> if they've ever watched that movie home alone i'd say that's a uh <laughs> there's some good tips there no um you know we we tell people um leave lights on uh you know uh, if you it's kind of tough if you've got your ve- one vehicle and it's not in the place it usually is you know um, but i think one of the easiest simplest things to do uh, is have someone um, either a neighbor or a friend you trust come by and just check on the house and pick up the mail uh, you know, and kind of be in and out. Um, I think that, excuse me, that helps. Um, and that's, that's really about the only, uh, the easiest ways that are cost effective don't cost you a lot of money to do. So I want to say a special thank you to Lieutenant Clayton Williams and Murfreesboro Police Public Information Officer Larry Flowers for sharing this news with us today. You two have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Thanks Barbara. Bye.